We are very fortunate this year, being that it's a leap year, Hashanah Muberis. We have a little more time to be able to enjoy the parashis of the Mishkan one by one, not being overwhelmed by being between Purim and Pesach, etc. Everything in the Mishkan is is so perfectly described to us in the Torah, detail upon detail. Rabbeinu Bechaya says at the beginning of this week's parsha that the Torah five times repeats the details of the Mishkan, just like there's a famous pasuk in Parshas Ba'aloischa, that the name of Klal Yisrael is repeated five times in one pasuk, just to show how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves the Jewish people. By the way, just a tidbit in Tefillah, we say that in Tzu Yisrael, Kuma Be'ezras Yisrael, which we say right before we go into the Shemana Esrei, where there we also have the name of Yisrael mentioned five times. And this is an opportunity to be able to constantly pay attention to everything that HaKadosh Baruch Hu in his... In his uh, ultimate wisdom planned for us to have in the Mishkan with all the lessons that are taught by the various Kalim and the details. For many, many years I was always troubled by something that I picked up many, many years ago. This goes back decades. We know that the Orna Kodesh had poles, that these poles were the way that people, the Koyanim, the Levim, would be busy with when they needed to travel. The poles were there in order to carry the Oren, even though we know that the Oren carried itself, but that's not the point. The Oren, the poles in the Oren, and there's a lav. In the Torah, you're not allowed to take out the poles. Could be you're not even allowed to move them. But the Arna Kodesh is not the only vessel in the base of Megdosh that had poles. There were also poles in the Shulchan. There were poles in the Mizbech HaKateris. And there were poles in the Mizbeach outside in the Chatzar, in the Azor. What's interesting, though, is that in the commandment, and then later on when B'Tzal makes it in this week's parasha, so it says that when you make the Arna you have to put in the poles. Okay, that makes sense. I just taught you that there's a love for the Paul's not to be in the oven, so it comes out that part of the part of the oven itself is the the poles. 
Well, Chaim HaKadosh actually says that the pearls are the same Kedusha as the Oren. <coughs> the Kapayas does it, but the pearls do. On the other hand, by the Mizbech HaKateris and the Shulchan, in the commandment of making the Shulchan and the Mizbech HaKateris, it doesn't say anything about putting the poles in. That's our poles. So it's obvious that when the traveling took place, so you put the poles in and did what you needed to do. What's interesting, though, is that by the Mizbech and the Choshes, which is outside in the Chotzer, in Azara, over there it says to put the poles in already at the beginning. It says it over there, and that's what Betzalel did in the sixth parasha. And that's a question already. That makes, that's difficult. Why, why, why is the Mizbech and the Cheshit, why is the Mizbech do the poles have to be put in originally right away? While in contrast, the Mizveh HaKteris and the Shulchan don't need that the poles should be put in immediately amongst at the time of the making of the Kaili. So this question bothered me for many, many, many years. And I found an answer to the question, a beautiful answer, in the Mitziv. The Mitziv says a beautiful pshat. He says like this, every Kaili in the Besamikdash represents a different Indian. Baron HaKadosh obviously represents Torah. The Mizbech HaKteras represents Kuruna. That's why it had a Keter, the Keter Kuruna. The Shulchan represents Malchus, Shulchan Malachim. It also had a Keter. Keser Malucha. Or an Akkadish had a Keser also. That's Keser Torah. The Mizbech represents Avoido. That's where we sacrifice Akkadish. And this is for the pillar of Avoido that there is by the Jewish people. We know that there's Torah, Avoido, Gmuschasodim. Avoido is by the Mizbech now the Mizbech doesn't have a Keter, but nonetheless, but it had the Badim, and the Badim had to be put in already from the, at the time of the building of the Mizbech. So he says as follows, the Mizbech HaKteris and the Shulchan, as we said, represent Kohuna and Malchus. When the Jews go into Golus, they don't take Kahuna and Malchus with them. There's no service in the base of Migdosh, and there's certainly no kingdom of Davdamelech, unfortunately. So it's battle. In other words, we don't take the Mizbeach HaKteris, we don't take the Shulchan with us. But Torah, which is symbolized in Aaron HaKodesh, and Avodah, which is with Tfilah, for us it's Tfilah, which is symbolized in the Mizbech HaOilah, that we take wherever we go. We can't be without it. So therefore, the Nitzv says, as part and parcel of the actual making of the Kaili, 
we must put the pillars in. Because these kalim have to be ready to go on the move wherever we go and whenever we go. Again, Shulchan Malachim, Mizbech HaKtayris, Malchus and Karuna. Unfortunately, we don't have that today. But Torah and Avodah, that's where it's at. Torah and Tfilah. So that's why wherever we go, we've got to be ready to take the Torah, to take the Aaron and to take the Mezbech or They have to be in position already to move at all times. To be Maramas to us, this concept, that whenever we're going to go to Golos, whenever we're going to have to travel, should not forget to take the Aron HaKodesh and Torah, take the Mizbech and Tfilah, because that's the way we're going to have existence in Golos and Yitz Hashem. should help, and Yitz Hashem, we're here today. War is broken out. In Moises, if you see that the nations of the world are fighting one with the next, look forward for the coming of Mashiach. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should help. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. Kol Tov.